This month of Encyclopedia Womanica is brought to you by Macy's. Macy's believes that different perspectives drive creativity and innovation. That's why throughout Black History Month and all year long, they're honoring the brilliant legacies woven into the fabric of Black history and experience by spotlighting Black creators who continue to make their mark. You can support charities that help empower Black youth and also shop from the all-Black-owned businesses available at Macy's at macy's.com honors. Inclusivity is an ongoing commitment, and Macy's is proud to infuse it in everything they do. It's a new breed abroad in the land. The woman aerial daredevil. Her motto seemed to be, anything a man can do, I can do better. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's Womanican first gained recognition as a celebrated magazine writer, but her greater claim to fame came later in life, when her high-flying stunts grabbed headlines. She pushed the boundaries of expected gender norms at the turn of the 20th century, often writing about her experiences in male-dominated fields. Perhaps most notably, she became the first American woman licensed to pilot a plane. Let's talk about Harriet Quimby. Harriet was born on May 11, 1875, somewhere in Michigan, though the exact location is unclear. Her parents were farmers who found themselves down on their luck. While Harriet was still young, the family moved west to search for a better life in California. There, Harriet found freedom in a society that allowed some women to step outside of social norms. From a young age, people described Harriet as a tomboy on the quest for freedom. As she grew up, she found that liberty through writing. In her early 20s, Harriet became a staff writer for the San Francisco Dramatic Review. She quickly established a name for herself as a reporter. By 1903, she'd grown tired of California, so Harriet packed her bags and moved to New York City to work for Leslie's Illustrated Weekly, a popular magazine. Harriet worked as a theater critic, but her topics of interest soon expanded. Though Harriet wasn't part of the U.S. suffrage movement, she was devoted to expanding the hobbies and interests available to women of the time. Harriet herself was eager to travel and try new things. In 1906, she became very interested in race cars. She wrote an article detailing her experience during a thrilling 100-mile-an-hour ride. She also wrote an article titled, Can Women Run Automobiles? that may have helped open the door for other women to have the same experience. Just a few years later, Harriet found her life's true passion when she was assigned a series of articles on the new sport of aviation. She traveled to Los Angeles to cover the first-ever air meet in the United States. Harriet was enamored by the planes and flying exhibitions. She came away from the meet convinced that she too could learn how to fly. Harriet became friends with John Moissant, a celebrated American aviator, and convinced him to be her flying instructor. But they only worked together for a few months before he was killed in a plane crash. Still, after John's death, Harriet continued her flight training. She became well-known as one of the safest pilots of the time. Her articles on the importance of pre-flight checks and the use of seatbelts were way ahead of her time and actually helped to establish safety precautions as regular parts of pilots' routines. When the news of a young woman pursuing a pilot's license got around, Harriet's story quickly became a sensation. 
It was so popular, in fact, that Harriet was able to convince Leslie to pay for her training and to assign her a series of articles chronicling her adventures in flight. In this series, Harriet brought together her love for a male-dominated sport with a more typically feminine flair. In her first article, she covered the mechanics of an aircraft and the basics of flight, and she also included a section on how women might want to dress for the occasion. In another story, she extolled the unique virtues of high-altitude dew accumulation on the skin. She also drew attention for her signature violet satin flying suit. On August 1, 1911, Harriet became the first American woman to earn a pilot's license. Fans called her America's First Lady of the Air. Harriet had a successful run as an aviatrix. She regularly competed in a variety of exhibitions and competitions. On April 12, 1912, she became the first woman, and one of the only pilots ever at the time, to successfully cross the English Channel. She was an extraordinarily resourceful pilot. She completed the channel crossing in a plane she'd never flown before, guided by a compass she'd never used. Unfortunately, Harriet's flying career was short-lived. On July 1, 1912, she was wrapping up a successful first day at the third annual Boston Aviation Meet and decided to go out for a practice flight. For reasons still unknown, her aircraft lost balance and plunged forwards in midair. Both Harriet and her passenger fell to their deaths. Harriet was 37 years old. Despite her short career, Harriet's impact on the world of aviation was undeniable. Just before her death, Harriet published an article that called aviation one of the best sports for women. Not only was it dignified, but it also granted a sense of freedom and excitement found in few other hobbies. In 2004, Harriet was inducted into the National Aviation Hall of Fame. All month, we're talking about journalists. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.